<laughs> it always starts with an exhale. It always does. <sighs> and and that is a really incredible thing to start with because this is our 24th episode. Hi. Hi of Evolving Us. I'm Ashley. I'm Julia. And welcome to spending a little time with us and super intimate it is because <laughs> Jules and I come hell in high water have been, well, we've been missing you and talking about this forever, just like, of course, ongoingly, it's a, it's a part of our soul to be able to share and commune and connect and, and connect in a vulnerable way. Hi, Augie, if you hear his little shakes in the background. But, um, of course, we're coming at you live, unedited, uh, just so <laughs> grateful. Raw. Raw, to be able to share what's been going on in the last five months. Um, that's how long it's been. Yeah, and we're literally eye-gazing as we're recording. Eye-gazing so close. We have one mic, and and it hit, and we were like, shit, we got to record. So the fact that we even have a mic is great, but we don't care. We know we're here for the content, so let's do the damn thing. I've already wasted an entire 60 seconds talking shit about nothing. (laughs) Sounds like life. Sounds like Mm -hmm. life. Okay, so um, there's so much to say um, generally just to catch you guys up, but let's just uh, go back and start from the beginning. Today we're going to be sharing – about our community and about the the story of our community, the bravery of our community, the interconnectedness of the web of our community and the um, the trajectory of, of how it's gotten to where it is because I think there's um, there's a lot of, a lot to share, a lot of courage to share that can be incredibly valuable. So yeah. We're going to talk about the ecosystem. Oh, <laughs> the ecosystem. And by the way, like everywhere in our life is an ecosystem, right? Like the dynamic that we play in our families, in our relationships, in our workspace. There's an ecosystem where everyone plays a role and everyone's got, you know, a certain set of core responsibilities responsibilities, mm-hmm. and things that come out at play when they feel some type of way, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, I always find that being in community is one of the most powerful ways to grow. Uh, Being in community, intimate relationships, spending time with family, right, like all of the things of life, the beautiful things of life. But being in community, what it does is a lot of times that consistency, that ability to be witnessed and seen in your growth gives you the opportunity to have a, a trajectory of expansion that goes and and evolves at a rate that you might otherwise not have access to if you were, say, just moving about the world, moving from friend group to friend group, or running from relationship that doesn't work, or continuously seeing your patterns play out. So like solid community of people that are like-minded but that are actively challenging you. It gives you the chance to take a look back and say, oh my God, do you remember that thing? And like, look at how far we've come and look at all the things that we're, we're getting to experience as we interact with the deliciousness that is this world this life um so our community I'm gonna start crying okay go ahead um (laughs) our community just like any other community is very much filled with rupture and repair and and beautiful conversation and um talking about the brand generally Ashley Schubert wellness as a whole and and the direction it's going is is an interesting topic because our our core team especially you know having Jules here us doing this together is we've built this incredible thing that um houses people's people's highway to growth into themselves and and the thing I want to distinguish is that and this has been such a beautiful opportunity as as a teacher 
as a student, of course, too, um, to know that, that when we create opportunities as teachers or healers or leaders is that we're not giving people the answer. We're giving them the space to find the answer. And so the vessel, the containment, the um, possibility, the inquiry, the questioning, the support that I'm going to be right here with you as you navigate these waters um, is actually the the most effective and long-lasting way to grow is, is giving people a space to find it on their own. Just like, you know, for both of us, I could speak for both of us saying that um, the experience of being supported where you are instead of being asked to be somewhere else or someone coming to you and saying, look, I have the answer. It's not near as sweet as being able to go down the beautiful rabbit hole that is your inner sanctum and, and discover that beautiful gem on your own. And that the conditions in order for that to happen um, require artistic care and craft and um, intention and consideration. And uh, that's what I think we've had the opportunity to really build over the last few years. And I think the reason why we're talking about this now is because there's some really big things on the forefront for our community that are not just in our little world, right? Like they're not just in our cute little LA pocket or like we have people all over the, all over the country, but it's not just for that. It's actually going to impact, you know, LA as a whole and, and, um, the trajectory of where we're going. So we're, we're excited to start sharing from the roots. As you were talking, one of the things that I thought about was, um, just thinking about the last time we recorded was six months ago, well, five months ago. And just thinking about how much our lives have changed, of course, and evolved and the exposure we've gotten to a variety of people and other communities and just exposing ourselves to like really giving us the foundation to what's about to be announced and exposed to our community. And I thought about last night because I taught a class and five months ago I wasn't teaching, um, this class at least, in person. And so just the excitement around everything that we're building and what we're about to launch. And I'm literally talking about it in every room, in every conversation, in every possibility, because it's like there's so much need for what's about to come. And I think that what I feel most from this community is connection and we know that the foundation of our being and of our essence being on this earth is that like you could call it connection, you can call it belonging, you can call it love. But at the end of the day, we're all seeking this entity. And so as I interact with people who aren't in our community on a daily basis, or as we, you know, go to corporate speaking engagements and we get to talk to them about our inner community and just about the projects that we're working on, I'm just obviously so grateful and pleased and and thinking about recording today and thinking about five months ago and all of the things that we've been exposed to in this time to give us the foundation, obviously the willingness that we all had, not just you and I, but the community as a whole, but to be open and willing to explore, you know, and really be empowered to do what we're about to let out. It's just insane. Hmm. So much yes. Okay, so enough secret keeping. We're just going to save it for the next episode. 
I know, I know. So like, oh, I've been thinking so much about what it takes in the wellness and fitness industry to make it sustainable, to scale it, to make it successful, to make it work. And then here's the most important part, to make it actually help people, like long term, <laughs> right? Because there's so much floating around with whether it's coaches or therapists or psychotherapists or um, psychedelics or um, healing modalities and Reiki and hot cold therapy. And, and there's, there's so much out there around what it looks like to be healthy. And I think for me, what I think that a long-term goal is, is that all of those things and, like the and is here, is what is the interconnected relationship that we have to self? What is, what is the quality of our ability to pick ourselves up in those moments we don't feel our best? How does our willpower, our soul, our inner wisdom, our connections, our, um, our ability to rise into our authentic nature over and over and over again, how, how strong has that <laughs> neuro connection, how, how strong has it been built? And what it comes down to is our ability to be supported. And so we could have all the resources in the world and not feel ready to actually receive them. We could have the answer right in front of us and we actually started with this, right? Like nothing sweet as that inner search, that inner um, destination. And so here in this trajectory is, is this spaciousness to come, to come home to self and to reflect back to self and to go on that journey and create that within community where reflection is completely present. And so coming back to, to where we, I just want to talk about where we are right now. <laughs> where we are right now is that every single day on our platform, there is some sort of either movement practice or meditation or breath work that's happening live stream. It's being recorded and whether it's me teaching or Jules teaching or one of our other teachers that have been with us through, through this entire experience, have graduated through every program, have gone through the work in the depths of connection, have shown up to offer that, that space of here's a little concept, here's a little understanding, here's a little wisdom teaching that's been floating around this small three-dimensional planet for five fucking minutes and then here's some space with it. And then here's a community to open your eyes to to see that you're held. And then it's just facilitated in containment. And that's happening every day. And, and at, over time, it's been scaling and scaling. And when I step back and watch that, it drives my inner calling and my inner ability to show up to it every day of there is a space here for people to come and meet themselves. <laughs> I was just, so much yeah I just wanted to say that I love that you're breaking this down because when you put out there like oh we have this community it's like community of what what's going on there and I think that if you're here you it's it's inevitable to see feel um experience what's present 
And I think that something that as I'm sitting here reflecting on the trajectory and you're talking about if it's myself or Jules or one of our teachers, I feel so much um, honor, humility, and obviously gratitude to be here because it's like when we started, we didn't know that we'd be here or at least it wasn't like the goal is X, you know? So, so much happened organically through the sheer passion drive of purpose Um, and so I love that you're just explaining what the community is and just going into detail about like, we have meditation, we have, you know, movement classes and a community to support you. What does that mean? It means that literally if you're part of, you know, the membership as, you know, part of the community, you get access to not just meditating with people every day, not just taking, you know, movement classes, but you get support to your inner sanctum that is like a like-minded people that understand what you're going through, whether it's you had this like super deep meditation or one that you're like, man, I don't even know what happened, but it sucked compared to other times or whatever the conversation is. You don't leave, you know, like a, a gym or a class somewhere out there even a meditation class because there's access to that too these days you can go to a facility but you're literally accountable and you're held for anything that you're going through so I guess like what I wanted to say was I just love that we're dissecting what it is that we do because I think we've talked about the birth of how we became you know business partners and how we went on this journey to create this community essentially, but like we never really have broken down what it is that we offer as part of the community. Totally. I'm so glad you brought that up because we're going in a lot of directions here, but that's the point of this whole conversation is that it's unedited and unfiltered. So we have so much to update and, and that's that's one thing that's part of it. And And I think when we first started recording conversations, like raw conversations like this, we were both in a really different area of my life, but like, I'm just going to speak for myself. Like I was going through the most massive transition I've ever experienced. Like this year start, I would say it started last year around July, (laughs) June, July. I mean, maybe even a little bit before that, but like this year between really confronting major childhood traumas, beginning to actually for the first time confront major childhood traumas, navigating, coping mechanisms that have been destructive to me my entire life that have allowed me the protection to quote stay safe that worked for a very long time too and now have been illuminated to be the the gatekeepers of love and and connection for me and the opportunity to make some huge life changes that you know I'm so excited to share more about it which you know at some point we will but huge life changes that that shifted the entire trajectory of my now moment and and my future and and everything that I've ever thought. And and what's interesting and the reason why I'm bringing that up is because when we go through really big life transitions, what happens is like a lot of pieces or maybe one giant piece is moved out of the way. It's like Ganesh, right? Ganesh is the lord elephant deity of remover of obstacles and he, and it's like Ganesh comes in and moves this giant dark cloud or maybe even like mystic energy that's been around you for so long and it's first it's like terrifying you're like cold and wet and shivering in the dark and you're like what I just got like totally <laughs> annihilated right now and you have no idea where to look but then when you finally dry yourself off and get up and you look around like you're still scared shitless but all of a sudden you're seeing things you weren't seeing before 
So a lot of the birth of what's come from a lot of these major life transformations have been the initiation of of seeing truth and and following that truth in such a deeply profound way. And I'm I, I love when I, I think it's it's powerfully human when we have massive things happen to us and and what comes from it is beauty for the world and that's generally what always comes from tragedy and heartbreak and devastation and pain and suffering is is beauty and the exact opposite it's like the Tao so we give our chance ourselves the chance to also experience both and but through that transformation that that journey has been exposure to evolution of the community and evolution of what it looks like because when I first started teaching and congregating even when we transitioned this it was like about fitness. It was about sculpt. It was about trap music. It was about low squats. It was about, um, sweat and mountain climbers. It was about all uh, filling your schedule too much and all of the things. So here, the fact that when I started to explain the community, I started with the, how proud I am of our community for showing up to do something like sit with ourselves in meditation every day. It just shows the display of expansion and growth. And what's interesting is when we have People show up that are like either they've never meditated or they're new. They're just like, oh, I can never do that or I can't slow down my mind. And there's all these like excuses or I don't have time. And, you know, we all have these pieces of resistance that are masked in reasons, right? But the truth is, is that the the infinite depths of the center of ourselves it's are, are pretty infinite. So the opportunity to sit with that can be scary and unearthing sometimes. So that's kind of why I wanted to denounce again, um, you know, the... The, uh, the shift that happens when, when you move from the physical or the or one thing from the other, anything, right? Let's just say you've been meditating for years and years and years and you've never gone on a run and all of a sudden you break a sweat and it literally changes your life. It's the same thing. You've been squatting for days and then you sit with yourself and your entire world flashes in front of your eyes and you see something you've never seen. It's the same Ganesh con- concept where we're moving things out of the way or we're placing things into the way that are stopping or propelling us towards that which we're supposed to be doing. And so that's all coming to such a beautiful space of full circle as I look at the offerings of our community. And that includes the meditative space. That includes conversation in our WhatsApp group or connection one-on-one or voice notes that we all send within each other to have a moment of shared experience instead of like, oh, I need to block this, put it in a box, wait until my weekly hourly therapy session to have a conversation about something that's really present for me even though it's infiltrating every second of my day. It's like on the spot, you have a check-in, you start your day with yourself, there's nothing else that matters. And that's kind of like really the vision of, of long-term is how do we really get ourselves as a whole, as a community, as a conglomerate, as a world where we're checking in with self when we, when we start our day and taking responsibility and accountability for where we're at, what we feel, finding validation inside, finding ownership, finding the ability to move from a place of judgment or ego or smallness into expansion and love and creation and direction. And so I think that's the vision with the meditations long term, but there's a lot of other things we do here too. What's your favorite thing we do outside of that? I want to (laughs) know. I think my, I mean, my favorite offering on the schedule is probably the awake class but also I just love being in program like whether it's a workshop or a group coaching I think that that for me personally just gives me a lot of um accountability to be vulnerable in, in I mean I feel like I'm generally pretty open even like with the group and it doesn't have to be like oh I go to Ashley to like let her know what's going on in my day I feel like really 
um, compelled to be open. But what I think the group coaching does or like workshops, it's like it's condensed um it's condensed time and quality time that like you don't get in a therapy session or you don't get, you know, in, in other places. So I would say group coaching and the awake class are my favorite. Oh, I mean, without talking about meditation, right? <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to choose? <laughs> yeah, I get it too. And it's, it's funny because sometimes we're like, we'll have separate practices or um, one-off experiences where, you know, we have self-guided practices or some people from our community will go, you know, and take a class at a local space in the LA area and they'll, you know, share about their experience with us. And we all get the opportunity to understand these wellness practices and consume them and feel them and experience them and say like, what is it the best thing for me in this season of my life in this moment? And how is this interacting with my, my inner world's practices? And how is that developing my relationship to, to life and to, to myself? Um, I love that you said program too. It's, I think about psychedelics in this way where it's like 10 years of therapy in one night, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. program is, it's so similar and anything can be medicine, right? In that sense. Cause when you're in, it's, it's funny when you're in a field and you're in a, especially in person in a room and there's a conglomerate of people there that are all there for the same reason. And they have some sort of investment in the game, whether they've either, either paid a tuition or they're you know, doing something there where they've invested in themselves to be present and they're willing to receive and they're there because they have something they want to work on that's pertaining to the experience that's been created. The intersection of that when that happens in the room is so incredibly powerful. Like to be a facilitator in that space and observe the 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 melding together of worlds, like you said, in program. And, and when we say program, it's an in-person three-hour workshop or it's a two-day local retreat or it's a four-day retreat in Ojai or it's like a seven-day retreat in Greece. Like whatever it is, it means that it's a contained experience that is not just a movement or a meditation class, but it's an it's a, a guided experience that involves all the modalities, including lecture, discussion, journaling, breakout groups, different active work that's happening in person in a contained space. And um, so when you give people that opportunity and all of the stars are aligning and you've got powerful content in the space, beautiful prompts, and then the ability to really set the container, like the setting, it all just starts pouring in. It's like the heavens part Mm. and all of the intended work manifests right in front of your eyes and you get the opportunity to just, again, hold it and support it and create more space for it and more space and more validation and more healing and more expansion. And, um, it's really beautiful. And I think awake is actually like a mini version of that because it's, it's so intense, but it's so, um, integral different layers. I just had this realization <laughs> Okay, <laughs> that yesterday I shared a picture of, um, I got to just at random, meaning we didn't plan, um, spend time with someone who's in our community and, um, I just made this connection about how in program there's so much that happens organically and of course there's a framework and there's like an outline of let's call it an agenda but I think the beauty of what I appreciate most in program is like the impromptu growth and vulnerability and just like you literally don't know what's going to happen like it's very um it's very unknown once you get a bunch of like-minded people who are willing in a room it's just like that's where the magic happens. And I thought about yesterday seeing um, 
my friend, shout out to Ashley, um, <laughs> that like that was um, a not planned event. And so like what happens in program is it's, it, you don't know, right? So the beauty of possibility is really just so powerful. And I think that, you know, I was just thinking about when meditation started being like such a prominent thing on the platform and how you were just like, you were super called to it and you're like, this is what we're doing. And that's what, that's what has happened so much with, I would like to speak from COVID forward because that's where I've been really super involved with everything going on. I think like, that's like, so like, that's your strength, right? You're like, this is, this is relevant. And so you bring the idea from idea to execution and it becomes, you know, it becomes a product essentially, right? But it becomes what, you know, the whole community follows. And so that's where um, I think there is something, I mean, obviously super unique and special about you specifically and, and your calling and how you you put it into practice. And now I'm like, giving you a love bomb fest, but, um, I received, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, I think that's like the, the beauty behind this community. Thanks for saying that because I, I would not have gotten through this last year if I wasn't meditating every day. Mm -hmm. There's no way. And, and even though meditation can be incredibly confronting when you get through the bravery of being scared shitless of your own self, there's nothing else you're more like that could ever have you like you Getting through the ability to sit with your own inner demons, even if it's 15 minutes a day, and overcoming that, and then allowing that to inform and empower your entire life, there's like nothing like it. Like agency, there's nothing like it. Mm. And I don't mean control, grasping, like intense agency. I mean agency of you look over there, and you look over there, and you're like, I want that one. Right. And that's from a genuinely connected, decisive place of I know myself. And to be fair, the world knowing itself is a better world for all of us. Well, and and taking it to where you started this conversation where you're like, there's so many offerings and like Reiki, this, that, the other. Right. Like we are inundated with information and therefore the question becomes, what's right for me? what's right for me now, especially when you're on your knees and you're like, I'll do anything to get out of this. I'll do anything to find the other side. And you're grasping at and looking and searching for and looking up even like on Google, like, where do I go if I have a mental breakdown or something (laughs) like that? You know what I mean? And all this thing, all these things come up, but like the one resource or there's multiple resources that may, may work for you, but you don't even know that they're out there because you know, your curiosity is the first thing that sparks you to go take action, right? Or it's probably you being on your knees and suffering that mm-hmm. propels you to be curious, right? But so, right. So as you're talking about like all these options, that's what comes up for me is like, wow, we are continuously inundated with offerings. So how do we distinguish, uh, you know, without like, let's say you're not really in tune with your truth and your knowingness, how do you decipher? And I mean, I don't want to give the answer, but to me, as you were talking about your journey and what, you know, how you started meditating so consistently and it's such a big part of your life right now and and my life too, it's like that's the one thing that really has changed our life. And I don't want to sit here and have a whole discussion about meditation, but 
how do people like what do you think you know knowing what you know that you can look up anything on social on google etc like what do you think like what's your piece of advice or direction for people that are like searching for community that's such a good question and and something I was thinking when you were saying is how 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 difficult it can be when you don't when you're not surrounded by people that are resourced. One of the superpowers of our space is that because not only are there leaders in the space that take action and lead small groups or they they actually actively support in teaching holding space for people in our space. Um the types of the qualities of the conversations going on around you are filtering into your system on a consistent basis. So I find if you're feeling alone and you're surrounded by people, you're probably in the wrong room. Yeah. And again, it doesn't mean go to the right room. It means go into your inner room first so you have a little better understanding of like why you chose to be in that room and what you're finding there and what's, you know, what's looking good in there. And, and I think with any healing journey, like start with curiosity because the truth is you, you can't just jump into answers without looking at the, the level of the problems creation first um, just to get, get an understanding, gain an understanding and, and find a little work around just healing certain parts of you that might be in the wrong spaces. But but if you're looking for community and looking for connection, starting with you, starting with you for sure. And uh, like it's, it's not a joke, but I created this platform and this program because it's something that I wanted. <laughs> you know, like I'm like the way I like to practice is I like a little guidance and then I like space. I also, I don't know if I've even, oh yeah, I did mention on this podcast because we were in December when I was at your place, we were, um, uh, that was when I started the program, but I'm doing somatic experiencing, uh, practitioner training to become a SE trainer, um, and therapist. So one of the principles of that is this idea of time, space, and support. And because we're inundated, because we're always seeking information, because there's so much out there, we're like on Instagram scrolling through all these meaningful memes and not one of them actually lands. It's like something we don't even remember later, or we're, having these big emotions, whether we're driving in traffic or feeling um, reactive to the to the number of emails we have or the things we have to do or the, the things we want to do to try to find balance and all of that relationship that, that when we kind of zoom out and we step back, it comes down to like what is what is really the most important to you and how do you make time and space and support yourself to being able to find that answer? Because if you ask someone right off the bat that's not like living in a very conscious vibration, like what's most important to you, they're probably like making more money or like, you know, who, whatever the answer is. And it's not wrong. There's no shame around it. Like all of those things are actually really important living in a three-dimensional reality. But on a soul level, if your soul is feeling hungry, you want that answer to reflect on a soul level. So if what is most important is connection and you feel connection through making more money because you feel more seen or you feel like you can have the affordability to do things that offer you access to more connection, that's fine, but at least know the groundwork, the basis for what you're looking for. Um, and, I, and I think community such as this, for example, it's we have something really unique, but I think it really encourages people, 
the spaciousness to do that and and the more time and space you have the more you know what you want and the more you want to put in you know what you want to put in your life but because of this world like we're we're set up to be distracted we're set up to be asleep we're set up to be unconscious whether it's the things we eat the things we you know consume the media the it's it's a lot and um I would say a lot of the clients that I work with in whether it's coaching or using the SE practices now, if I just like give them a little space, like if I'm just like, okay, what's happening here? And I just pause, like the amount of outpouring that fills the space, I don't have to do anything. It happens naturally. And really the role of someone who's facilitating in in those types of experiences are to create that container as we talked about and, and what's someone's experience will fill it. And uh, I love the opportunity to make more time in our lives of just being in relationship to the depth. Yeah, as you were sharing that, I was just thinking about um, other like groups that I'm part of, like professionally and stuff like that. And the one common thread that everyone wants right now is more meaningful conversation, aka connection. Mm -hmm. And so it's not like there's a huge request out there for for people it's not just like if you do yoga then you should be part of this community it's no (laughs) it's literally everyone is seeking that meaning behind more you know more in-depth conversation being seen being witnessed being like truly who you are and not like this facade of you know all the layers of your pain that we show up with which is it's not bad. It's just like you have another choice, but you don't know it until, hi, Augie, until you know it. And so, yeah, nothing. I just wanted to add in that it's like, I feel like it's a very relevant void out there for people. And so it's like, I feel it's necessary for us to talk about what community gives and what our community offers and what's going on here because unless you're here, you don't, you don't know. And unless you're really, I don't know. I think we interact with so many people again, like from like the corporate trainings we go to and different engagements that we have the honor to engage in and interact with new people. And it's like, everyone is just like trying so hard, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, I don't want to sit there and tell them about our community because it's like, oh, let me give you the solution to your pain. It's not that. It's like there's a place where you can be met and I hope it's over here. And also we have something really amazing going on that a lot of people don't even know about. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And we have Augie. We do have Augie. It's a... It's a pretty big bonus. (laughs) So yeah, offerings. I mean, I've been in the fitness movement space for 12 years now. And so I'm still teaching, you know, online. I'm teaching some Zoom classes, whether it's bands or sculpt or hit or um, yoga. And then Jules and Ashley Drock, who was on this podcast, they teach yoga on the platform too, which is really beautiful to watch them hold the space in the ether Hmm. online Um, and we record those and and we put them up on our app, our platform so people can take them after if they don't take the live. And then the other part of it is um, 
we've got practices like uh, yoga nidra. If you've never uh, practiced that, it's um, kind of like translated to yogic sleep, if you will. And it's a, a meditation of body sensing. It's extremely restorative, incredibly rejuvenative, and, and it really does help and support a lot with um, active rest and recovery and giving ourselves nourishment. And then we have um, somatic practices. We've got some stretch classes and restorative classes. Those are all gentle body movement practices, and those are really important. I'm sure you guys are seeing so much buzz around nervous system and uh, somatic stuff and breath work and and things around self-regulation in the body. And that's really to help us find the, again, counter space for all of the hard work that we do, the arduous work that we do, and whether it's in our bodies or in our life, to teach ourselves to come back to baseline because that tends to be something that's hard to find, you know, with the levels of stress that a lot of us attach to on a daily basis. So there's that, and then we do, you know, workshops on Zoom, things like that. We also rent space in the LA area. Jules was talking about Awake earlier. That's a signature class we do that combines vocal expression, breath work, body weight sculpt. It's a it's a movement class. It's, it's a fun class, but um, it's definitely different. And then um, we also do Cycle, which is so fun, mm-hmm. and our whole community is like lit up on it, and we have this amazing opportunity to just like move to the beat together and be sweaty and <laughs> Augie keeps poking the mic. He's like <laughs> up in here with us. Um, so that's fun. And, and it's interesting to explain what we do because it's not one box. It's kind of mind, body, soul, serving it up hot, <laughs> right? Hot, hot. Um, and so between that and then, and then our, our glow up program, which is formally called mentorship, which is weekly group coaching. It's just every single week we meet with the same people for each module and uh, we break down some really important, beautiful concepts that are, again, not conversations that we have in our day-to-day. You know, if you're just operating out of the way the world expects of you, you're probably working your nine-to-five, balancing a relationship or single or dating life, right? And then you have friends and then you have family and then you have your social events, you're going out, you're um, working out, right? Like that's a lot. But then to sit and have conversations about developing your competence or what your inner child feels like when you feel joy in your now being or the balance between masculine and feminine polar energies when you interact in certain spaces. You know, there's certain topics that we don't get the chance to break down. So Glow Up really gives us the chance to understand that and then have meaningful conversation about it. So, um, yeah. You didn't talk about... Teacher training is one of my favorite programs Teacher too. Teacher training. Hello. <laughs> yeah, I'm just slowing down and pausing a little. It's so much information I know. Well, you're listing everything off. I'm like, I am. I am. Teacher training. So teacher training is the baby of all the babies. It's mm-hmm. the baby. It's a 200 hour. Um, if you don't know what 200 hour is, <laughs> um, I would do some research on the impacts it has on the average person's life. In fact, you're going to have a research study available on that soon because I have a friend who's running one of those, which I'm really excited about, proud of him. Not going to announce much more so I can support him uh, in keeping that hush until it's announced. But a uh, 200 hour, as one of our mentors says, is is like a buffet. And you go and you have, or, or like girl dinner <laughs> for my TikTokers, is like you have a little bite of everything and then after you have a little bite of everything, you're like, oh my God, the flavors, the depth, oh my goodness. Then you decide like, what do I actually want to eat for dinner, for, for lunch today? 
And then maybe you go back for more and you lean in or hone in on that topic or that path. But it's almost like the first time you're born. <laughs> because 200 hour, and it's it's not about yoga content necessarily. I mean, yoga content is brilliantly sutured with the most incredible wisdom intelligence of all universal oneness. That's <laughs> powerful enough. Um, but the structure and framework of a teacher training offers a v- incredibly nourishing environment for a skyrocketed amount of transformation in a short period of time. Yeah. And it's crazy. Cause I was talking to a student yesterday after class and I was just like, yeah, I was like my first teacher training. I was like, you know, when I did it, I was like, no, I'm never going to teach yoga. And honestly, like I didn't take teacher training to become a yoga teacher. And I think like, that's like the one thing that I, I wish I could tell people it's like teacher training is literally like the school life. It's not even, I mean, because people don't understand that the foundations of yoga and the philosophy of yoga is really like life skills and understanding self. Um, And so, yeah, I just wanted to add that because it's like you talk about teacher training 200 hour and it seems so rigorous around, I mean, it's a huge time commitment, right? So ergo like, oh, if you want to be a yoga teacher, then you should take it. But it's actually like, no, literally everyone should take a teacher training for sure. Yeah. It's, it's reflection, right? So you can't be in that amount of hours in a lecture time talking about such expanded topics and not have applicable growth and examples and memories and experiences of your life come up right in the flesh and bones when you're working with the body, mind, soul layers and starting to unroot some of that stuff. So there's huge amounts of transformation that happens in that program. And and because it's a set group over the course of, I think, uh, 10 to 12 weeks, depending on how we outline each one, Um, but they're generally between those uh, on the weekends, of course, but you're spending time with the same group, you're seeing them, you're having the experience of, of their openness, you're learning something new, you're falling on your face and trying to say stuff out of your face that you don't understand and figuring out the 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 feeling of harnessing a room regardless if you're teaching yoga and then doing yoga and meditation and breath work on a consistent basis in your body um it's sure thing (laughs) sure thing you gonna get that it's a doozy um there's a lot there so uh that program is really a huge kickstarter to the rest of your life truly um (laughs) <laughs> I just I just got super excited for the November one yeah. training coming up because I'm like, oh my God, like I've never obviously been this version of myself and I'm just like so excited to contribute to this space. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, every time I do it, I, I lead a training, I learn so much. Um, but yeah, I mean, the basic principles are the standard yoga lines, 200 hours. So you get a little dip of everything, right? You get anatomy, you get posture clinic. So like if you've taken a lot of asana in the area, maybe you're doing a lot of physical poses that maybe certain poses you don't understand or something feels weird in your hip, or you're not sure if your alignment's good on this and you're afraid to ask, or the flow of the class doesn't allow for that or whatever. That's when you really break down those questions, those conversations. Um, there's live practices, you'll do practices, then you'll practice, teach on others, then we'll also have discussions and interactive lectures of, well, what does it actually mean when we say let the energy flow? Or what is the constitution of expression of the throat chakra? Like what what, un, what wisdom can be offered here in the space in the deepest moments of our triggers? And how can I hold space for others without having my ego involved and listen presently? Like all of those things come through in a training such as this. So it's a, it's the deep, deep and not to mention, um, 
the trajectory of what happens after, which is so exciting. <laughs> I know. So many exhales. Chills. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, I mean, all this to say, uh, this this thing, this thing is just continuously growing and allowing for more, um, more room. And the the trajectory of where we're going is something to be so excited about. Um, I I like the the idea of being of service even more than I am now feels like a duplication of my energy, a multiplication of my energy versus something I have to do. And that's how I know it's right. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, by the way, if you got amped on TT, like if that training program got y'all tickled in your fancy, um, <laughs> there's a, in a, if you're in the LA area, we are doing a live free training. It's a three-hour um, on October 22nd. And that's a, a Sunday in it, Santa Monica. It's a Cliff Notes version of the buffet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're definitely going to offer a ton of really practical tools in that space um, around yoga and using yoga to really let spiritual leadership move through your life and deepen your practice. So you can sign up on that on our website. That's all available. But um, yeah, anyway, I mean, that was kind of, we just wanted to give a recap of a little bit of shift and what the community looks like and more to be revealed, more to be shared. And when we can actually start talking about things, we can tell you a little more about the trajectory of, Ooh, <laughs> trajectory timeline and information. But, um, yeah, really exciting until then. Bye. <laughs> sayonara. Sayonara.